Okay. Cuddled up, cozy by the fire. Not together. Uh, no, no. no. On no. separate sides of the room, of course. No, <laughs> Which is just about as homophobic <laughs> as this movie. <laughs> yeah, it really hates homophobia. Or it loves homophobia. Yeah. I don't know. Where am I? Where am what I? What year is it? Um, so, we have taglines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jumping right in. Well, you're you're supposed to ask that now, because okay. th- that's the new rule, right? Well, do we have taglines? Yes, 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 we do. Jesus. We do have taglines. Are you ready? Was that the new rule? I forgot. Well, I mean, because <laughs> usually we open up with, "Do we?" God damn it! Okay, everything's changing in the new year. <laughs> so there's still a month of this bullshit. Um, I ruined. No, everything. nothing's changing. Um, here we go. There glows. The neighborhood. The neighborhood consisting of three houses. <laughs> right. It's a it's a cul-de-sac of three houses. I, know. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. The battle of the bulbs begins November second. Mm, you got to know history to kind of get that one, and it kind of is sucks. that like the bu- battle of the bulbs, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and at the same time, this, so this movie came out like Thanksgiving weekend, I guess. To get everyone hyped for Christmas? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh, This Christmas, when the lights go on, the gloves come off. Not safe, because then you'll get frostbite on your fingertips. (laughs) Jesus, people. And the brightest holiday comedy of the year. DVD. That was for the DVD. (laughs) So that was, like, on the DVD in, like, March. (laughs) When it came out, they're like, oh, buy it. <laughs> it's, yeah, it, it was like, it came out in November, and then it was already on DVD by January. Yeah. Like, it's cool. the brightest of the year. It's the first it's thing. The first... Yeah. It shines really bright. Yeah, we swear, we swear. <laughs> uh, okay, with a budget of $51 million and a box office gross of $46.8 million, which means it was a financial bomb for the show here. An IMDb score of 4.9, a 28 meta score, and a 6% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is just as close. And No, it is the same yeah. as, I think, our lowest rated movie. The Son of the Mask. Son of the Mask, <laughs> right? So let's hope that this gets more listens than yeah. Son of the Mask does. Well, this one wasn't as bad as Son of the Mask. No. No, it's not. Well, at least we don't think yeah. so, but the actors apparently did. Someone. So, with absolutely no other really things that I can report, like, I don't know, some horses with deer antlers on them. Two. Two. Two, do- two horses with deer's antlers on them. Um, a giant wannabe... I don't know, Christmas vacation house, uh, ice speed skating. I, I don't even know. Like, this movie's so blah that I didn't really have any random any rundowns, yeah. right? And um, two people under five foot tall. <laughs> How about that? Um, oh, that's why they're so angry. Yeah. It's 2006, Deck the Halls. Let's drop some bombs. You trying to look at my lumps? I'll pull off my G-string and handle mine. Gobble, gobble, motherfucker. Who's your daddy? Oh, God. I'm your daddy. I'm your daddy. I'm your daddy. Ah. Nice having her on board. She's a breath of fresh ass. Thank you. 
Thank you! Thank you! Welcome to Bonds Away. My name is Jonathan Young. Joining me in the studio, as always, is... Jared Seifert, the third neighbor in that calls this act that really just wants to sleep and doesn't give a shit about these two men that are so upset that they have nothing to live right? for in their lives. Just get an eye mask. <laughs> get an eye mask with some room-darkening shades. It really works out. Yeah, but okay. That third neighbor, though, they weren't asking for any of this. They oh, were just no. like, what is happening? There went the neighborhood. Who is the third neighbor? We don't know. We never see them. <laughs> we will never know. This is a movie that um, it's it's just like it's the same type of movie that all the other Christmas movies around this time really it, it really has no point mm-hmm. to existing. It's just there yeah. to prey on the fact that just like this show right now, <laughs> mm-hmm. we need to put out. Christmas style things, yeah, right. That's a, <laughs> and yeah, putting ourselves on blast. I know, right? Um, so just like the show, there's going to be some good episodes here, and there's going to be ones like this <laughs> where we're like, um, this was just a chore to get through. I didn't fully hate it. I'll say no, that. I had some chuckles, it, <laughs> like the clown. There was a clown in this movie. No, chuckles oh. the clown. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what did I watch? (laughs) (laughs) Not this, apparently. Yeah. So, uh, this movie basically is the trope of we have a super overly, uh, like, OCD, obsessive, compulsive man who has tried his best to be perfect at everything, and then a sloppy, annoying guy who gets it right and gets it done bigger and better by luck and circumstance. I would say the OCD thing, but it's more focused of just like on a guy Christmas. that yeah, that loves Christmas out the butt, and everyone knows him as the Christmas guy. But even then, it doesn't seem like he's like the Christmas guy because he never even attempts to decorate. Like, he's outside not... of his house. I was like, how is he the Christmas guy? <laughs> right, because it, the movie starts out established like one. He's actually the optometrist guy. Yeah, which also doesn't really play into the rest of the movie at all. It does at the end. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, just for that one like, thing. For one thing, it plays. Yeah. Into it hey, goes, everybody in town apparently has bad eyesight. Yeah. Like, oh, that doesn't okay. explain why yeah. they decided to help out this guy <laughs> who hasn't at all helped yeah. out anybody else in the town. Yep. <laughs> uh, they put us on the map. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which is the whole point of the movie is literally putting the town on the map. Or at least that well, house. Putting that house, yeah. Yeah. On the globe. Jesus. Really. Which the big map. The, the ball map. <laughs> Which apparently is just run by a bunch of British Indians. <laughs> I know. I was like, wait, what? Another stereotype really, out of I nowhere. I didn't understand those cutaway scenes. Like, I get what they're for, but I was like, this is just like, hey, could we put that one, like, Kumar guy in this movie? <laughs> right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, like, but uh, we can't make, uh, no Indians have American accents. I know. <laughs> they either have an Indian accent or they have a British accent. If they have a British accent, that means they're super smart. It was just, all right, cool, thanks, movie. Yeah, it was just weird, and uh, it was it was like Calpen had nothing to do. Yeah, <laughs> right. Harold and Kumar was taking their time off before they did the part three with actual Christmas as well. They're like, mm, we've got time. Right. They're using the same set as us. Yeah. Right. And he's basically in charge of what Google Earth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they... But they had Google Earth by 2006, right? 
I, I said, I said Earth. No. <laughs> but I also didn't think that they would upload the satellite images that fast. But it's not even like the satellite imagery. It's like well, a green block of the state of Massachusetts. <laughs> Well, that was that was my whole thing is that um, uh, in the movie, I kept thinking that Google Earth did exist at this point. And I went, what's Google Earth's birthday? Right. (laughs) Hey, Siri. (laughs) Ask her. Chill out. What year did Google Earth come out? Go ahead. Ask her. That'll be fun. Google Earth is still in the closet. (laughs) That was her response. <laughs> She's like tailored to your off. kind yeah. of jokes. <laughs> <laughs> the all new Siri dad joke edition. <laughs> what was that laugh? <laughs> it's like getting revved up. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was on the assumption that Google Earth did exist yeah. by this time, or Google Maps and I things like that. I think it had just recently gotten started, and people were like, ha, oh, look at how crazy this is. You can search for your house on here, and it was some grainy photo right. that was not in color. But either way... I was under understanding in this entire movie, I was like, the maps don't even update for, like, six months or yeah. something. Because, like, an old, like, car will still be outside. You're like, that car's gone, you know? You're like, I haven't lived at that house in a while, and somehow I'm still living there. <laughs> because your car's still there? Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that, you know? Um, so there's no way that that was going to update. Yeah. And, by the way, how was it able to see Matthew Broderick's house? With no lights on it. Yeah. In the beginning of the movie, he's like, you can see the biggest house on the street, but not mine. But then it couldn't see his house throughout the whole movie. their houses were not that, like, like off on size comparison. No, they weren't off on size comparison. And they also weren't, like, covered in brush or anything or tree. Yeah, you would have seen both of them. I really didn't understand that line. Yeah. So, anyway. It was just to set up the competition. Back to our movie. (laughs) That is the movie. I know. I was like, that's the whole the movie. The whole movie, the movie is really just debating <laughs> this whole Google or that's yeah. the point of the movie. The move the point of this movie is that we have the two guys that we had just told you about yeah. that we just established, and they have a rivalry of rivalry. Stop it. <laughs> Sometimes it gets cut up in my mouth and it don't talk so good. Um <laughs> they have a rivalry in the town. Um, that basically Matthew Broderick has always been the Christmas guy, and this this uh, car salesman who has just moved into town uh, and really doesn't have a purpose to yeah. life other than being a salesman finds a purpose in making his house possibly seen from space by Christmas decorations, yeah. which is like, it's what are you going to do with the other 11 months of your life? Yeah. Uh, but that's the whole point of the movie. Yeah. And, and, and the two of them just being rivals. Right? Yeah. which we've seen a million times over, way better in yeah. other movies. Um, so the movie starts out with Matthew Broderick, and like you said, he doesn't really – he's kind of in charge because people walk up to him and be like, hey, how's this look? And he's like, looks fine. Yeah. You know, He's not really in charge. It's like the town knows him as the person that loves Christmas instead of the person that's like good at Christmas. Yeah, who else would make a wooden um, advent calendar? I know. <laughs> Although it was pretty neat. But it wasn't even an advent calendar. It was just like, flip that box and it tells us what we have to do for Christmas Ooh, today. You want to make, make an advent calendar for the show? No. They just, all right. I straight up was just like, that's work. Shut your mouth. <laughs> I was like, they click on the little, like, you know how the Instagram can do the slider photos? Yeah. And it'd be like, you know how you can make like one whole photo out of a whole bunch of posts? That'd be fun. 
And then they just slide the photo, and then there's something from that week's episode. Okay, so, yeah, he's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that yeah. work. Uh, cool. He Oh, he's an eye doctor at the start, and right. he's fitting an old lady for glasses, and she, like, isn't even saying anything. No. But she's also, if you, like, this whole movie is comprised of those characters that, like, you've seen and everything else, but you don't know what they're in. And she's, like, one of those old women mm-hmm. that's, like, really old. And then he's like, try these glasses on. And she puts them on, but she doesn't even put glasses on properly. I know what you mean by the old women thing, where it's like, you basically have three or four. You have Betty White. You have the grandmother from Everybody Loves Raymond. Um, I thought she died. I'm just saying, these are your ones that you had. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You have have the little rapping grandma from uh, uh, Wedding Singer. Yeah. And then you have, like, this old lady yeah. that I can't say what else she's been in, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. You, it, like, when you see her, you're like, that lady. That yeah. That old lady. Exactly. And she, like, pops up every now and then. But, like, the entire town is made up of these people to where it's like, oh, it's that guy. He was in something else. Yeah. Fred get... Armisen is just in this movie. Yeah. His scenes aren't even, like, funny. They're yeah. just there. It was 2006. <laughs> I think it was just, like, he was in his lull, maybe. And then, uh... <sighs> That's pretty cool. Nice. Almost <laughs> fell over there, folks. <laughs> Live Got on air. Distracted. Almost fell over. The whole bookshelf moved to the side. I was like, well, this is going to be the end of the podcast. At least I have a reason to quit now. <laughs> Get my weekend back. <laughs> and we're down to right? one. <laughs> and he's got a concussion. You're right. Um, the way. <laughs> Hi, this is the episode we don't care about. <laughs> <laughs> We're actually doing fairly well. I know. I like it so far. Right? But so then, yeah. Well, it's about goes, as random as this movie is. Yeah, really. He goes through the town and it, like, establishes everyone, like, oh, that's, like, the mayor. That's the, like, the mayor doesn't even look like he would be the mayor. Then, who's like, the mayor? The mayor's the guy that. Oh, the guy who's ice skating. in the with, ice skating, with but falls at the that, start. He's so I was so special. pissed at him. Yeah, I hate the mayor. I think it's because of, like, his outfit. Yeah. Yeah. So that, but also the mayor says the line, like, Oh, I know all the secrets in this town. Uh, the police. Oh yeah, wears ladies' underwear, which comes back again. <laughs> it's an odd small point. It, it's so it's pointless so funny. though. And he, <sighs> he's just wearing a bra, and he's like, "Not support for my back," and I was like, "It's a bra, Dude. right?" Um, but yeah, so then uh, we get. Oh God, what is his well, name? He go- Steve Finch is Matthew Broderick. Finch. Character. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he like he goes home. They all have dinner, and it's the typical like, oh, the young ten year old boy that is like aged well beyond his his years, mm-hmm. and is like, I'm having a midlife crisis always. And then there's the um, the the high school daughter that just is so over everything. But it is it's um I'm gonna say this wrong. Aaliyah Shawcat. Yeah, it's Which, maybe from uh, Arrested Development. Yeah, so yeah. She, like, but she's one of she my gets nothing to do yeah. in this movie. Oh, she does zero. Everybody does zero except yeah. for your your two. Yeah, and Kristen Chenoweth. I feel like Kristen Chenoweth got a lot of screen time. Yeah, versus but she had to. She was. This was kind of the top of her game years. This is when Wicked was all sorts of popular. Mm, okay, popular. <laughs> and Glee was just about to happen too. Well, Glee was uh, three more years off. Glee three? Yeah, Glee didn't happen. Wow, was it three? 2009. Okay. All right. Um, and she wasn't featured on it till 2010, I believe. She, she was She was in the first season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll check that out later. She's like doing some cowboy song. Yeah, but I thought that was season two. I thought it was the second half of season one. 
see. This is horrible like, yeah, that okay. we're doing this. I know. It's, we have to fill this hour <laughs> yeah. somehow. Um, so yeah, it like it establishes these really sad tropes of like what children should be. And is there like, glee heads out there going to be like, mm, no, they're both wrong. Glee heads don't exist because everyone learned the error of their ways. Thank you. I'm not going to lie. Majority <laughs> of people I talk to about glee, they're like, yeah, I, I wasted a lot of time on that. TV it's actually show. what's her face, the main girl from it, just like I, listening, being like, "You're wrong, <laughs> Leah Michelle." Yeah, Leah Michelle. <laughs> that was a great show. This just in: Leah Michelle hates bombs away. Yeah, everyone would be like, well, "We should check out bombs away." <laughs> yeah, right. We hated Glee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then, like, uh, then they... Ryan Murphy just attacks us because yeah. <laughs> we attack him every episode. How could you say that? And I'm like, well, how could you not have consistency in? millions of TV shows. <laughs> you ruined Nip Tuck and you created Thank it. Thank you. God, that was such a good TV show. I love Let's Nip move Tuck. him to California. <laughs> what? You know, there's a hurricane. What? God. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, oh. On topic. Here we go. <laughs> so everyone's kind of like, what are you doing? Like, why are you pushing Christmas so hard? The mm-hmm. mom's like, the kids just want to be kids. Enjoy Christmas with them. And then he's like, you know, you should focus, or he's like, well, you should write your cookbook or something. I don't know. There's a subplot of her and a cookbook. Yeah, and then, she's an editor of cookbooks. Well, see, he says, like, your cookbooks, and she's like, like, it's like she's telling him a big secret. She's like, they're not actually my cookbooks. She I is take saying other it people's for recipes. exposition. Really? For us. I thought she was saying that like she stole other people's cookbook ideas no, to meaning, make her own cookbook. No, she's saying she's an editor. It's oh. like in Chasing Amy, Amy where he's like, you didn't actually draw all the comics, you're just a tracer. Like that whole oh. thing. Yeah. I've never seen Chasing Amy. I know sure. you haven't. <laughs> I love disappointing you with you things only, I haven't watched. You only watch what I give you, apparently, at this point. <laughs> yeah. Like You could be um, like, we're watching Chasing Amy next week for the podcast, and be like, all right, I'll watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Smith's like, no. Come on, do Jersey Girl instead. <laughs> sure. Um, so, uh, yeah, she goes, I edit other people's recipes so that they can go inside of a cookbook. Oh, I thought she was saying, like, she edits their recipes so her cookbook could be better. No. But she's also not, like, apparently she's not a good cook because she was like, I made quail egg and salt. How does it taste? <laughs> and he's like, not great. Right? And then, and then she's like, oh, I knew it. All right, who wants pizza? And then the pizza looks just as bad. Yeah. It looks like the Joe Corby's pizza that you used to buy in elementary school. Ugh. Yeah, it's that bad. Yeah. Um, they went to Chuck E. Cheese for their pizza. Right. <laughs> so good. it's basically established that yes he is the christmas guy yeah. like uh and he has everything from each day on the advent calendar uh of how he how he decorates and what he decorates planned down to a t right but really like the only thing they do throughout the year is like or throughout that calendar is like caroling and tree yeah like those are the two and days. On the third, oh. you hang a wreath. <laughs> yeah, third a wreath, and then there's a Christmas photo somewhere in there. It's almost like each day they, the movie should have focused on like, oh, each day we do this, and then it provides like a five minute like how the two rivaled across that that and a day. couple a little bit of montages of him. Yeah, and going through the days. It, I think it would have worked out better is if like. Uh, because there is this like life lesson that he learns by the end of the movie of like you shouldn't plan everything. Yeah. Right. And so, if the whole thing throughout the movie is everything that he planned somehow got screwed up by Devito, then it would have worked better. Yeah. But it doesn't really. It 
it doesn't go through these yeah. these things. It seems like he has four or five things to do, and none of them, like all of them, can happen with or without him. All of them could happen on a weekend too. <laughs> yeah, like right? just do it eight days before. It when almost it's feels like the same weekend. Yeah, even though apparently this movie starts on December first and ends on Christmas. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't quite understand yeah. it. So they're going to bed that night, and we get a lovely shot of Matthew Broderick's pale old lady body, which I was like... (laughs) Which somehow gets paler in a later scene. Yeah. I was like, how is this happening? (laughs) It really is not to like shit on older men's bodies, but it was... Okay, so... It didn't have a shape. (laughs) This is... Okay, I I was thinking this because... um, this is a they're they're like kind of talking and flirting in bed uh, before bed, and then they start making out like they're gonna have sex. Mm-hmm. And Danny DeVito decides to move in, decides to move in in the middle of the night, which like interrupts them making out, right? And I was like, thank God, someone interrupted this possible sex scene because uh... I did not want to see that. Which is is so interesting to me is like, how did Matthew Broderick? like fall from grace so yeah, hard like he was so handsome in and so ferris cool Bueller's. in ferris bueller yeah. so cool you know and you better watch out life and... comes at you fast i don't even know if that's the real lyrics <laughs> life comes at you pretty fast if you don't stop and take a look around once in a while you just might miss it you better watch out life is like <laughs> and then it's gone so i don't know enjoy it or something <laughs> and <laughs> and um i guess when I go, oh, how could he fall from grace? Well, he did, unfortunately, murder someone in real See, life. I didn't know this. Yes, was he, he he was in a he was in a car worker? he was in a car oh, accident. Okay. Um, I can't remember if he was actually drinking or not. I don't know. Let's assume no, just to keep it polite. Yeah, I guess so. But, but if he was, that's but that's cool. the unfortunate part about like. I guess why he disappeared for a while off the scene or uh... something. But also, it's just like. He's never been in something since that time, like before that time, where he is cool. Yeah. He's always like, I don't know, just a down in his luck guy. In his voice, he's like, I'm Matthew Broderick. Yeah. Like, always kind of has that, like, yeah, like, what happened? How'd you go from cool to, yeah, I don't think we should do that. That's that's his character all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Right? Oh, it's honey, like it's like he's playing the guy from the producers at all times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, I I don't want to take the risk. Yeah. Um but yeah, so we get Danny DeVito established the next morning cuz they're like, "What? Who moves in at night?" And they're like, "Let's well, right. just go to bed." And they meet, they talk. Kristen Chenoweth has a really funny line, which she's like, oh, looks like your uh, downstairs neighbor's also poking out to say hey to us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so in this universe, Kristen Chenoweth has seen Mas- Matthew Broderick's penis, right. which is hilarious because it <laughs> popped out of his boxers. <laughs> this universe also uh, uh, creates the myth that Danny DeVito is attractive enough to, to get Kristen Chenoweth. Yeah. But... She does say she was like, I don't know, it just kind of happened. So, oh, because because Danny DeVito was the pervert looking in on the 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 new drawing the, class. the new drawing class that she yeah. was the model for, <laughs> right? So, so that establishes the kind of man Danny well, DeVito she already is knew in this that movie. He was into her, so she's like, well, I might as well go for it. He's into me, <laughs> right? <laughs> Broke the law for me. Yeah, um, and 
This is I, I at first I went, there's no way the two of them are the same height. Then I looked it up. Yeah. DeVito is four ten. Kristen four eleven. Uh, <laughs> so they just put him in some high heels and were like, You'll be tall, don't worry. No, no, he he is shorter than her in, oh, in the movie. In it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Good. Cool. But this is a short cast. Right? Um Yeah. And then after that's established, the Kristen Davis plays Kelly Finch, and she is Matthew Broderick's uh, wife. Mm-hmm. And she goes over to exchange pleasantries with Christian. They do the uh, Kristen. They do the backstory of um, of how they met, well, how they're sweethearts and stuff. And we also get introduced to the daughters. They're twin daughters, and they're like barely wearing clothing. They totally are not sexualized teens. They are not his daughters, by the way. Oh no, <laughs> because they are both a foot taller than both of them. Yeah. They're not his daughters. Oh, that that had to be <laughs> daughters from a different marriage, but they're just like a nice family, right? <laughs> There's um, no way. Yeah. There's just no way. Um, so, uh, it is established that Danny DeVito is a car salesman, and this is where um, that kind of seems like Danny DeVito's typecast as car salesman all the time. <laughs> I think he just is in real life a car salesman. <laughs> and he's a car salesman, not an actor. Yeah. And they're just like, why don't you come on in? And that that's his do thing. Do a show for us, but right? I do love Danny DeVito. Oh yeah. Oh no. Um, that's he. Not not to say that they probably wouldn't have gone by and been successful and hilarious on their own, but he truly saved. I think a lot of I, this movie. He saved a lot of this movie. I was gonna say he saved a lot of. Uh, he saved Always Sunny from oh, what yeah. I think. Be- I believe FX wouldn't have taken a chance and allowed yeah, them I to be funny. Too. They would have canceled them. Before yeah, they got that. to where they were, uh, and and he really added to that dynamic. He usually adds um, a, an amazing dynamic to almost every movie. Yeah, and he does. Uh, he plays it fairly straight in this movie yep. compared to most movies. He's over the top in a great way. You know, um, yeah. people have asked me many times when they're like, well, "Who would you recast as like you know the penguin?" I'm like, I wouldn't. To this day... Why would people ever ask that? No, because people ask, like, oh, uh, you know, they're making a new Batman, and, and, you know, who would you recast as this or that? It's just that, that, you know, that kind of nerd speak. Yeah. (laughs) And um, that was the the thing where I was like, I wouldn't. Yeah. It it could be a brand new cast all the way around, and it's not connected to anything, and I'd be like, DeVito is still the Penguin. (laughs) You know, like, if he's able to get up in the morning still... Uh, he will be my the penguin yeah. that I would choose. That's uh, you know, if I was directing it, he's penguin. You know, uh, that would be it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so enough Danny DeVito praise. <laughs> uh, he is working at the car dealership, and this is uh, it's the same actor. He keeps now he's kind of coming up all the yeah. time in our movies. He's in Scary Movie, uh, as well. And uh, what what what's his name? I'm gonna forget it again. Oh, um, it's. It's the same guy from White Chicks. He was the second FBI uh, team that was on that. Uh, he is also in Scary Movie. Um, he should be. Oh, man, now it's just not coming to my mind. It it sucks because it's like do your goddamn research show. <laughs> well, he popped up again. You know, he's there. Oh, what? I think you skipped it. Did I? Maybe was it. I figured he'd be in a purple link because we've already clicked yeah. on him before. It wasn't David Lewis, was it? No. I don't know. That? But that's the thing is, 
um, this is a good example is that once again, he's playing like a bit part that kind of has no point to the movie whatsoever. Yeah. Right? Like he, he, he's just like a jerk salesman. That's like, haha, let's pull the wool over this new guy's eyes, but not even that much of a jerk. Cause you'd think that like, if he was a jerk, DeVito is going to like maybe lose in this moment and then get the best of him by the end of the movie. Yeah. But no, gets the best of him right here, right now. Which I do kind of like that setup. If it's like DeVito can do anything he puts his mind to. Yeah, he can. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. So um, after this, the it started to be established that uh, because we uh, the twin girls showed uh, their father, DeVito, that look at this. It's called My Earth, and it's basically like Google Earth, and you can see your house from space. Sometimes I'm like, why can't you just be like, hey, Google, we want to use your name in a movie? And they're like, all right, free promotion. But I get, like, all that stuff. But it's just like, come on, planet. Just be nice to one another. Right. It's it's. Free I think it's, it's more or less, like, the kind of thing where you don't allow it to happen outright without, like, maybe reading the script and knowing that they won't smear your name in the mud. Yeah. Right? Or make fun of Google Earth or anything like that. And so you don't allow it. And if they don't allow it, they can't be saying the words on, on yeah you know but i just i'd film alternate scenes It'd be like say google earth now say my yeah. earth <laughs> and then send it to google and they're like we're good and i'm like thank god we live in the real I mean, world you know geez, instead know. of this like this happens so much in movies where it's like we live in this alternate world where uh certain things in life that we know exist but then other things don't it's the, it's yeah. the kind of thing of being like in today's zombie movies do we live in a world where we've all seen zombie movies or not? You know? Yeah. <laughs> Do we live in a world where we thought I'm zombies were fantasies? You, and Right? <laughs> it's weird like that. Because yeah. uh, some, some movies like to pretend that zombies never existed. And we have no idea that we need to kill them in the head. What's that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Stupidest trope. Right. So this is a movie that likes to pretend that we don't have Google Earth. And we don't have certain things that existed well, we in 2006. It, but it's just coming on Some made up. Then. Yeah. yeah. Some made up version of it. So. Danny DeVito's like. You can see the neighbor's house, but not my house. I'm right. Like, mm, based on that screen, you can't see jack shit because it's a terrible graphic. Right. Like, <laughs> So he decides to go uh, and just light up the whole house uh, the first night. With Christmas lights. Pretty yeah. basic, pretty good. They're, right. They they run on a chase pattern. They're pretty cute. Yeah. I thought it was a nice basic setup that like could have used some better execution, and there's cables all over the gosh darn place. It, this is where it kind of looks like the Christmas vacation house. Yeah. Right, because it's all just white and it's on a chase and it's bright, but yeah. it's not like overdone. Um, it's a little too bright. But he's doing it all like at three in the morning. Like I got right. an idea. Like this guy's a night owl, or he just doesn't sleep at all. But he also because this this movie is also a movie where both your main characters can do some highly illegal things. Yeah. Or even moderately illegal, like like I don't know, noise pollution and violations till four a.m. in the morning. Yeah, and there's no consequences well, for you anybody. Well, you know why that is? Why? Because they're, they're the only people on the on the street. Well, they're also white men. Ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's true. They're just white men. Um, so uh, Danny DeVito goes to the like the local convenience store, and they're selling a sleigh hardware store. Convenience store, hardware store. I I don't convenience know. It, store said, had food. it said Young's 
you know. I know, and I thought of you. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's and the name of like, the mayor. That's why this movie's so shitty. Yeah, it's the name of the mayor. Oh, um, oh, come on. <laughs> uh, if I'm making fun of it and saying things don't exist, I would have made a better movie. Yeah, real. Um, so while he's there, he buys that they they're selling like an authentic sleigh sleigh like yeah. one that you would need actual like horses Santa's a horse drawn sleigh yeah um so he puts that on his Not front like billy's sleigh right hack and slash sleigh oh well that's that's two weeks from yeah <laughs> that's a future um place place it's a future episode <laughs> um to me. tune in uh two weeks from now for silent night deadly night thank yeah. you <laughs> plugging ourselves within ourselves <laughs> wow how meta activity. of us God, we're all over the place. Plugging myself. <laughs> Come on. That's what I plan to do. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we had a deadline. We're going to get through this. Um, even though this is brutal. <laughs> this movie's this hard. Is, this movie's hard. This is our 1.3 or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Um, the sleigh gets put on Danny DeVito's front lawn. The entire neighborhood is like, oh, my God. Everybody's, like, marveling at... Like the sleigh and everything yeah. he's done already. And he, bought, right? he stole horses from the edge of town. Just stole horses and ta- duct taped antlers to them. Yeah, which I'm pretty sure is A, animal abuse. Right. But also, nobody a, cares. Theft, nobody cares. Theft. Right? Which is weird because this is Massachusetts. Pretty sure people care for oh, no yeah. reason up there. Um, and then, uh, meanwhile, it's matching sweater Christmas uh, photo day over at the Finches. And yeah. uh, what's just funny, he's like, uh, you love matching sweater photo day and they show three consecutive years and it's literally just them with like different haircuts. They yeah. don't seem like they've aged at all. It's they just haven't. them photoshopped with different haircuts. And um, they go outside because they're about to take their picture and they hear all this attention happening outside. Mm-hmm. And then Danny DeVito's like, you should have your uh, Christmas you know, photo in the sleigh this year. Right, and I love how the rest of the neighborhoods like encouraging him and clapping and being like, "Yeah, you can do it." And it's like nobody would give a shit. Nobody yeah. be like, "Yeah, you should," because n- nobody probably wants to. There'd be some white lady get that like, photo. Oh, what a cute idea! If only I hadn't murdered my husband. <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> so, um, Matthew Broderick, in an attempt, because his son already climbed up into the yeah. sleigh, when he hears that the horses are wild horses, he tries to get his son out of the sleigh and uh, goes inside the sleigh himself, pushes his son out, and scares the horses, and then they... The horses go, wah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, whoa, wait. <laughs> and then they just take off with him in the sleigh. And, I don't know, this is, once again, another Christmas movie thing that's been done a million times is this like run run rudolph was played maybe more than likely one of my favorite christmas songs just because of um home alone oh oh i have a game uh a a game uh i i'm um where uh when a christmas song comes on the radio i i i kind of go hey what's this from if 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 it's something like you know what christmas movie is this from uh i try to play it as much as possible with myself because nobody else can play (laughs) Because with yourself, <laughs> got it. Cool. 
but you're you're right. I think Run yeah. Run Ru- Rudolph was at this it's point. I mean, it makes sense. Of oh oh, we're talking about this movie again. Yeah, Damn I know it. you're gonna say Home Alone airport yeah. scene. I got you. Mm-hmm. Right, rocking around the Christmas scene. What what scene? Oh, uh, Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah, Michael Jordan on a Christmas train silhouette. My favorite one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We were talking about we're that good. the other day. Yeah. Um. Oh God, here we go. So he's. The horses are chasing around town until finally Causing the... Causing a ton of damage to other huge cars. Huge damage. This is what I was saying is like there's no consequences yeah. for these two people. And this is an, another example. There's no consequences. So um, the sleigh unhitches from the horse and veers off of uh, like an embankment and over top of another car. And yeah. I love the kid inside the car because, of course, you're driving with your sunroof open. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's like, look, it's Santa. And they switch over to the dad, and the dad's looking at his son like, because his dad looked up and then looked down at the son and was like, you moron. Like, his look is You're like stupid. not appropriate like, yeah. for, for when you actually saw a sleigh fly over your well, head. You might not have seen it, is what I think the movie might have implied. Really? I feel I like know. they both looked up. Oh, wow. <laughs> Either way, Matthew Broderick... I a lot of this memory movie out of my memory. Yeah. I was like, Wee. Either way, Matthew Broderick slides down the sleigh into a lake, and then... It, like, skitters across. Yeah. And then it's like, like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. He's and like, then, oh, it's over. Yeah. Boomp. Falls into the lake. Horrible graphics. Horrible CGI. Yeah. Uh, horrible green screen, too. Also, he'd be dead. Oh, yeah. I'm almost positive. That's it. Oh, yeah. Because he was in like a full Santa jacket and everything, you yeah. get caught up in that. Like that's death, right? Plus the fact that like he was unconscious. They switch over to now he's laying in a sleeping bag. Uh, he's fully naked, and there's also well, Danny you just DeVito. See, like, the pe- basically, it's like he's not wearing a shoulder or anything above like his shoulder. It's implied that he's fully yeah. naked, right? Because um, Danny DeVito is next to him, also naked, and is like, "Oh, I um." I took off all your clothes and I took my clothes off in order to get body heat, you know, because Why you were... Why didn't he just have his wife do that? <laughs> yeah, well, you know. <laughs> I know. They wanted to be, like... He's got like, more body fat. Play off of, like, <laughs> ah, how weird would it be if another man's body touched your body? Yeah, but, it's like, I mean, ah, but get also, over it. yeah, your reaction is to scream at the top of your lungs. Yeah, I'd be like, can you pull over... I'd rather die. Right. Well, I'm alive now, so we can stop. Yeah. You can stop rubbing me. And I love how he says, don't worry, I've done this about a half a dozen times before. Maybe he was in um, a cold place and had to warm up some naked men. <laughs> or maybe that was just my fantasy. Not <laughs> that, including Danny That's DeVito. your fantasy? No. <laughs> just Danny, Danny DeVito, DeVito warming running up half around a dozen being like, naked hey, men. pal, don't worry about it. I got you. It's someone's <laughs> fantasy. You know that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. oh. So, also, they flash over to now he's out of the hospital, right? And apparently, in order to make up for whatever what happened, Dan DeVito sent them a Photoshopped Christmas card. Yeah. How did he make this card? Because the card has the rest of the family sitting in a sleigh outside of his house with... Matthew Broderick photoshopped in from a picture of himself at the hospital. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. That sleigh took off before. Right? It was a picture of the sleigh at night in front of a fully lit house. 
when did this happen? Did he go know. get another sleigh? How many days was he in the hospital for? That too. Ooh. That's right. Like, because we keep assuming that this or... happened the same night. Yeah. And that's that's a problem with this movie. It doesn't really establish no real time. time. It's just like, it's day, it's night, it's day, it's night. Yes. Time is passing. Time is an illusion. Yes. And, we um, all die. Right. <laughs> so, um, this is a situation where now Danny DeVito is up the ante on decorating his house. Because he can't see his own house from space yet. Yeah, He's, like, still trying. Right. Still trying. Um, He's doing more. He's stealing power from uh, Matthew Matthew Broderick's house. And, like, Matthew Broderick, like, goes outside to see if he can see him stealing power in that moment, that one time. Right. And throughout the rest of the movie, doesn't check his exterior outlets. No. He's like, I bet he's stealing power. Okay, then check your house to see if he's stealing power. Don't right. sit there and go, I bet he's doing it, and then have no idea that he's doing it because something's frozen underneath the ice in the street. When you could literally just check the side of your house. It's oh, yeah. so visible. Yeah. Oh, it makes me so irritated. Well, it's it's running. That power is running stri- directly across the street. Yeah. Pretty sure you run enough vehicles over it, it's going to uncover on its own. It's a bright yeah. yellow extension cord. I was like, God, Which Lordy. branches out into three to Matthew Broderick's house? I, get, I don't know. Maybe that, he has more. Okay, that makes no street. sense. Yeah. You, you have it branching out into three, and if he's taking power from, that's three different outlets that go into one... That's not how power distribution works. I was about to go, listen, oh, I wait. don't know electricity, but then I was Oh, like, wait, now I'm turning into that one piece of IMDb trivia we didn't care about. <laughs> but I was about to be like, I don't know electricity. 1.21 gigawatts! I went to school for theater lighting. I should know electricity. <laughs> but still, like, you can't pull from three different yeah. outlets and put it in and just put it into one yeah. and get more out of it. Yeah. That's not how that works. Oh, no. Um, but that's how it's run, you see later. Um, so now um, Matthew Broderick is right before they light up the house for the first time for the, like the first reveal of yeah. this movie. Um, Matthew Broderick is trying to organize his annual Christmas caroling like rehearsals, mm-hmm. right? And he starts to like about to be like, you know, sing your first note and then boom, the uh, or do, do they start singing? It doesn't really. Oh, matter, no, they're doing their uh, their warm ups. Right. And then Danny DeVito lights up his house and this like hip hop type Christmas song starts yeah. playing. And this woman's like, I love this song. And I'm like, what song even is this? Not licensed. <laughs> You're right. Um. And this is, like, everybody, there's neighbors everywhere, they're seeing it, there's news reporters, Matthew Broderick is just over it, and wants to leave, and... And somehow they're like, you still can't see it from space, though. Yeah, And he's right? like, major bummer summer. Yeah, because they can major actually check in with my Earth at all times. Yeah. Um, they were like, once we heard of his story, we were like, yeah, we should check it. That's not... That's Fred Armisen's yeah. accent, not <laughs> not the British accent. Um, What is British? Oi, Gavnach! Oh my god. <laughs> I just went full cockney. <laughs> Boy, we can't see the ass from space. That's Australian. Oh, yeah, it is. is. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Um, oh. Yeah. I hurt my microphone. Yeah, you did. Uh, it's but back. Yeah. It, uh, 
they get like wind of it. They're yeah. like, we're going to track this. But it's like they also don't care because he's like eating a bowl of cereal during a broadcast. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, um, let me see. Nope, nothing. Sorry. It seems that like, we can't oh, get anything so. from space. Yeah, like, yeah it's a little better. All I'm getting is Spice World. Yeah. Uh, well, that's about accurate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway. Oh, we're on too much because <laughs> this movie just drags. So then the next day they go Christmas no, tree wait. shopping. Um, oh, Ma- he Matthew, tries, to leave, he tries to leave his house, right? Why does he try to leave his house? Because he's just sick of this. Oh, because right? his daughter is going out on a date with some with sailors. sailors? She's going to get like just tag team by a bunch of... Right? Actual sailors, but they're dressed in, like, 1950s yeah. sailor Which one outfits? of them looked like Corey Monolith, the okay. guy from Glee that died. Oh, okay. Which I was like, oh. Well, throwback. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Could have been. Full circle. Right? Um, either way, he tries to back out of his driveway and- No way there's clearance between those two vehicles, but he listens to a drunk man. Right. But even if there isn't, and he's stuck between the two. Yeah. Right? Um, he still- um, he's stuck now between the two winches of like one's an RV and one's like a pickup truck or whatever. It yeah, doesn't matter. The pickup right? truck has like a hook. So at what point do you continue listening to the drunk man who's like, you might as well gun it now. It's like, yeah. no, like, I don't know. Get on Danny DeVito's loudspeaker and be like, whose cars are these? Yeah. Because he's stuck. Like, why would you gun it and do more damage to your car? Makes zero sense. Because no he's sense angry. I guess, right? And he also has no physical way of getting out of the car. Right. So, after that, it's the next day, right? They've decided to, as two families together, because the wives actually like each other. Yeah, the wives get along, which I thought was going to twist at some point. I did, too, especially because she drops the line of being like, why can't they be like normal neighbors and just smile and fake it? Yeah. And I was like, are you smiling and faking it right now? Because that's what the implication was. And then it never – it was like, no, no, they actually do like each other. Yeah. Right? Because all the kids get along. The son likes the twin sisters. They're hot. Uh, The daughters on both sides uh, are friends. They're teaching each other things. Yeah. They do slutty Santa baby songs together. Um, Things like that. that Yeah. Um, so they decide to go as two different families, and of course, Matthew Project has built his own little tree farm inside of somebody else's tree farm. Like, use your own damn backyard. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, tree tree selling lots are, are usually something that's just built on, like, the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> it's not something that has been around for five years, which yeah. he's been growing, like, in a fenced-in area for five years. Yeah. But then again, it is Massachusetts. Who the hell knows what goes on up right. there? Um, that state I honestly never believed in. <laughs> they got Boston. What good is Boston? Are you freaking telling me you don't believe in Christmas trees? They don't even, they don't even got roads. They just park anywhere. <laughs> Tommy, you're, you're highly, you're coming close to sacrilege right now. <laughs> the worst accent. As, as, as I hold my. Where did they go with that? Like, how did they get that? What, the accent? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's like someone in Boston was like. I'm too drunk to say the real words. <laughs> no, never. No, never. Never. I would never. <laughs> oh, wow. Do you know about the freaking bees? Do you know about the bees? And everyone's like, the bird God, bees. we're on a tangent. Yeah, we are. 
Uh, At least so they acknowledge they, him. Some people don't acknowledge yeah. him. I can't listen Danny to Danny DeVito, he um, he brings a chainsaw, chainsaw mm-hmm. thank you, to and, cut down his tree, and Matthew Broderick has an axe, and he's like, we grow one, or like, we plant a new one every five years, it grows up. No, every year. For, well, year for the past five years. Yeah. So they actually have five in, they in have different sizes, yeah. right? Um, and I guess when he cuts down this one, we'll replace it with a new yeah. baby tree. Um, Danny DeVito turns with his chainsaw, knocks over a canister of gasoline, because right? everyone has those. And and he goes, he goes, first one to get their tree on, uh, last one to get their tree on the car is a loser. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's it? All okay. Right. <laughs> I don't want to be a loser. It's like, well, somebody has to be in Cut this situation. To the trees are aflame because Matthew Broderick's uh, axe hit a a rebar a, yeah. pole that was keeping the tree stable. So yeah, all the trees are burned down. They find, I kind of chuckled at that. <laughs> yeah, they find one little tree, which is like the Charlie Brown Christmas tree that everyone mm-hmm. knows and loves. Sure. And um, yeah, and that's it. Yep. Right. That's it for that one. Just another. That's that's what this movie is. Just a set of scenarios of like you achieved like your obsessive compulsiveness uh, for Christmas over the past couple years. And you've worked so hard to get to this moment, which apparently this this year was the end all and be all for him for many different things, apparently. And Danny DeVito just comes in and wrecks it. And sometimes not really on his own. More Matthew Broderick just over obsessing about the fact that somebody else is intruding on his lifestyle. Yeah. Right? Um and so now it's nighttime. What's that? Isn't it nighttime now? <laughs> Just the break in scene? Uh oh yeah. Yeah, this is the break in scene. The, right? The yard stealing scene. Um the well, power scene. Well, first um there there was he offloads animals. He goes to the police. Yeah, he makes the complaint, and that's where we get like our nice bra joke underwear woman's underwear. It doesn't really go anywhere though. That's the only time it's ever brought up. No, later on when he's like, "You're really starting to get into my panties." (laughs) No, he's like, "You're really putting a knot in my panties." Right? "Mm?" Yeah. Like, ah, I don't know. And I mean, the same joke for some reason. I feel like I would have laughed at in another movie that's better. You know, I think. this is the problem with a lot of movies that we watch is that it's always been done better <laughs> somewhere yeah. else. You well, know? especially with this movie because this movie is just um, – I want to say amalgamation of other Lifetime movies. <laughs> okay. Is that the right word? Um, a combination. Yeah. Of, you know, It's just – it takes all a the collage. other tropes. Yeah. A menagerie. Yeah. Uh, it just has all those different scenarios where it's like – Whoa, fighting people and things you want to be good at around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. So hard that they even ran out of things to have com- people compete over, and they have them ice speed skating. Yeah. Like, that is not a tradition in any town. Mm-mm. Sorry. No. You would not freeze your main street. A just toboggan for a day. race would have been better, yeah. like a sled oh. race. But, but they already did yeah, sledding. Their so. sledding was on a 10 foot hill that somehow <laughs> neither of them could actually slide down. <laughs> you mean the uh, the the two like kids Fisher Price yeah. sliding boards that were covered like, in snow? What? Yeah. <laughs> Dumb. I apparently they have no weight whatsoever yeah. to get down that slide. But the, it's just this movie of just like what from other comedy holiday movies 
can we do to combine together to create a different holiday movie? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, it'll yeah. Never be original. Like we're combining Chevy Chase, like sliding down that hill super fast. Yeah. Like, so the sledding thing with Chevy Chase building, like there's so many things stolen from Christmas Vacation, at least the yeah. first half of Christmas Vacation. Well, it's like what, 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 what was a good example of all this stuff done? Oh, right. A Christmas family. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. Right. <laughs> everything else. Yeah, basically everything else. So, um, they Matthew Broderick and his son devise a plot to sabotage the fuse box of Danny DeVito's Cause house. Because minor plot, the son's trying to connect with his dad. At one right. point, the son's like, "Can we go to the mall? I want to get a present for mom." And the dad's like, "The mall really sucks right now, and I already bought you a present for your mom." Which, if I was a kid, I'd be like, "All right, cool. Don't gotta go shopping. Right. Don't have to leave no, the don't house. Play a video game with me. The son's do like, anything. I'm bummed. I want to play. Like, I just want to walk with my dad around a mall. So I was like, "All right, cool." Right. Um. So, so yeah, they decide plan... to yeah. Basically, oh. it's like Matthew Project will sneak on to the property and and while his son is up on a telephone pole, yeah, keeping watch. Right. It's like I'm pretty sure the son can just look out their second story bedroom yeah. window and keep the same watch, if not better. <laughs> but the son also he's keeping watch based on the people's shadows through the like not the curtains but they're like kind of like the opaque curtains so you can just see like silhouettes behind them right and so he's like just like kevin McAllister's. yes (laughs) so he's making sure danny devito is still in one room but then he can't see him anymore so he's like he's outside and like of course matthew broderick dives into the nativity scene with real camels dives directly into poop one camel spits in his face and it's like but he didn't get caught by danny devito The kid gets distracted by the two hot girls having a pillow fight, but once again, it's only a silhouette. Right. It's like, dude, like, now you're just like, that's like, I don't know, a felony. It's something illegal. <laughs> Peeping right. Tom, creeper. Um, this is the best Christmas yeah. ever, he says. I'm like, is yeah. it? Oh, you got to get some better Christmases, <laughs> I know. Dude. So uh, Matthew Broderick balls up a snowball and throws it into the fuse box that's outside. Why wouldn't you just, like, take some fuses? I know. Right, like just steal a couple fuses. Yeah, <laughs> he because that's the thing is they keep doing things that are illegal, yeah, like full on property destruction and damage throughout this movie that nobody seems to care about yeah. to take to the police much more than that first well, scene of noise pollution like, oh. or light pollution, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, each guy is like, oh, they did this, I'm gonna one up them, right? And so then. Um, Turns out Danny DeVito has a backup generator, which creates more noise and light pollution. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he, he... He investigates and finds that there is a fresh, balled-up piece of ice in his um, fuse box, yeah. which he's like, okay, clearly it's Finch. He's like, I'm going to get you back. Right. So Finch wakes up the next morning um, and sees that the, his newspaper has been delivered to his kitchen counter a fresh Christmas tree full of decorations and lights is in his living room, and there's a brand new Chrysler SUV in his driveway. Um, and it, Dan Edvito is like, he did You're all welcome, this I'm sorry. overnight, which yeah. means he has now broken into his house. He's broken into his own <laughs> dealership to steal a car, too. Well, no, no, he didn't break into there. He forged his signature to do this. Yeah, right. but to get into the dealership to get that car. In the middle of the night? Yeah. Well, I assume that he went there early that morning and did it because he was like, they wouldn't let me take it out without like signing yeah. you know, signing a signature, so I had to forge a signature. Well, that begs the question, how early does the car dealership 
open and what was Matthew Broderick doing all morning? How late did he sleep in? I know because he is an op- optometrist and yeah. like he does go to work that day. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing. There now we're on like federal crimes. Yeah. Because he's forging. Forgeries. Yeah, forging. It's identity fraud. Um, and this is where it's like, hey, Matthew Broderick, you got him. Yeah. Like, if you wanted to put a stop to all this madness right now, you, you have <laughs> Yeah. You have him on, like, identity theft, forging your name to buy a vehicle. Instead, they're like, let's speed skate it out, dude. That's weird. <laughs> That's weird. They go to right? Winterfest and Plus, do, like, also, his secretary, like, they call him, uh, like, the same day and is yeah. like, you have to lunch to, del- like, pay on the vehicle. Yeah. Like what kind of documents did he sign? I know. <laughs> it was it was like what? Cash on demand? Like ooh. <laughs> right? Or you're going to be arrested. <laughs> right? I was like, Jesus, okay. The only law they follow in that right? town, buying cars. <laughs> so um yeah, they did they decide they're like, Yes, we're going to uh speed skate it out. If I win the speed skating race, uh, you have to take all your lights down off of your house. If you win the speeding race, then um, you know uh, you have to pay for the car. Yeah, right. I'm like, that's that, kind of not fair. Also, not equal stakes here whatsoever. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, Matthew Broderick does need a car. So yeah. yeah. I'm like, all right. Well, it looks like he got you the car, so your credit must have been good. You should just kind of keep it. I guess also though, like Danny DeVito would have paid for the car. If he won, or if Matthew Broderick won, oh, is that was that the deal? Well, because I don't understand how Danny DeVito has any money in this movie. Either. I don't either. He shouldn't, because they're in debt already when they first moved. That's there. right. She says um, maybe maybe this will get us out of crippling debt. Whatever his yeah. idea was, right? But he spends all his money on decorations. Doesn't isn't showing up for work mm-hmm. to the point he gets fired in the movie. I guess a week prior to Christmas. Yeah. Right. And and is agreeing to pay for the car, I guess. Yep. Like n- nothing's making any sense. So they go to this. Um, this is the annual f- Christmas festival where they Winterfest. They've, yeah, Winterfest. Winterfestering. And they, um, the the wives are like, why why can't you two just get along? You talk it out. And so like they do this man bonding thing where like, uh, this has got to be a child's pageant of some sort. This performance, right? I think it was just like a talent show, like a winter talent show for okay. the town. Well, how can you not tell that these are at least teenagers and you probably shouldn't be catcalling regardless of if they're your yeah. family member or Regardless not? of age, you yeah. shouldn't be catcalling. Yeah. Right? Like, But if you look at other people around them, there's like some creepy guy behind Matthew Broderick who's like, yeah. But it's also like this is a town where you know everyone and you're yelling at someone in that town Who's your daddy? <laughs> right. Like the most disgusting thing. Right. A. He's like, yeah. <laughs> Who's your daddy? We can like agree Matthew on. Broderick kind of. Like, <laughs> Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? <laughs> yeah. Who is your daddy? Yeah. Who's your. And then like turns around. It's all their daughters. And they're all like, oh, who doth your daddy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then and he's uh, like, ah, I'm your daddy. Oh, I am. I oh, am. God. Right. Yeah. And then it's like, would you really go to a church and actually wash your eyes out yeah really no with holy water right like that's just stupid like i don't even have a joke for how stupid that is and it could be like if they were in a hot peep hot peeper (laughs) 
a hot peeper eating contest. <laughs> you know mm. all about that. Yep. <laughs> what the fuck is I'm even is What is hot peeper eating contest? I, what would I've that already even said be? too much on the show about okay. my sex life. Okay. So well, we'll talk about that later. Anyway. So I think it's like if they were in a hot pepper eating contest, it would be more justified. But this has no reason for them to be in the church. It has no reason for them to be putting the holy water no. in their eyes. It was just a stupid And gimmick. also they used the line, we're going to hell. Yeah. And, and it's just, you're just like, what? That wasn't, it's, why? Ridiculous. Like, so, you're not actually going to wash the image of that out yeah. of your mind. So then we have the speed skating <laughs> contest, which... Take a swing at what happens. Just take a guess right now. Every single person apparently doesn't play fair. Yeah. <laughs> Except for Danny DeVito, the one person you'd think wouldn't play fair. Yeah. And then who wins? Danny we'll DeVito. Give you a, oh. oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> we'll give you a ruined answer. <laughs> yeah, Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. Right? But he wins fair and square because yeah. everybody else is cheating in some way, shape, or form. I don't think it's cheating to throw your partner. No, into into another person. To oh, sabotage I thought she, them? he was just trying to throw her like across the finish line. Um, I don't know. <laughs> but if he was throwing her into the person, then yeah, maybe. I guess so. Yeah. But yeah, Matthew Broderick um, uh, somehow gets tripped up by the mayor, and so he decides to take. Because the mayor's using sticks to speed skate. Because the mayor's an idiot, right? So he's cheating because he's using alternate tools. Uh, Matthew Broderick, because the race course is a figure eight goes the opposite way as everybody else i don't think he intended to though because he was no, he jumping didn't. over the he didn't but if you count him winning or losing based yeah. on what you just saw and he wins that's still cheating but he did jump over the hay bales twice yes and would have still won so i i i think he did a little bit more extra <laughs> athletic it's it's not about effort it's about yeah. who gets across it first. but who did it right um and and then Danny DeVito's like, you got to pay for your car now. And right. Matthew Broderick is like, you know what? It sucks to be you because you're going to try all you want all your life, but you're never going to make it because you're just a sad old man who means nothing. And right. I was like, oh, shit. Right. I was like, that was kind of mean. But I also like felt it. I was like, maybe just say it like a little quieter so no one can hear it. Right. Because that's kind of like what he should have done. He should have been like, hey. Uh, here's your check, but I want you to know that you're depressing. I look at your life and I get sad. It's filled with emptiness. And all you have is a hot wife. And she's about to leave you because you sold a vase that's millions of dollars in from her family. Which was established earlier, like in the film. Of being when someone like, almost breaks it. Yeah. And I was she, like, oh, it's going to be broken. Well, no, the way the way I saw it was when she goes, this vase is worth more than this house altogether, right? I was like, hmm, I wonder if that's going to come back up. Right. Like, some things are so, like, planted yeah. in these kind of movies that we do, too, yeah. where it's like, this vase is not going to be featured anywhere else until it's needed by the last yeah. point of the movie, you know? But I'm going to make a big deal out of it with this one line. Yeah. So, um... Danny DeVito Dan does another presentation. This time, the ante, the, uh, the ante is upped like to the point of having like LED screens on the roof and an entire like uh, kind of like uh, the YouTube videos you see of like Carol the Bells and it's all synchronized and yeah. stuff like that. But like lights, yeah. to the next level, like it has yeah. <laughs> it actually has uh, like Danny DeVito doing a thumbs up which on the roof. Like that stuff wasn't green screened. No. Which I was like, oh, geez. yeah, sure. I mean, because that's fairly simple to pull yeah. off if you know how to do it. Right. Um, and. 
this is the one where now he's just trying to get trying to dig into Matthew Broderick. He's like, and if you miss the show, it, it'll be, it'll be yeah. every night till four a.m. I'm like, that's also not legal. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, so Danny DeVito still obsessively because they're like still can't see it. Sells the wife's vase, and she finds out about it almost immediately. Uh, he, well, he sells the white space for like a bunch, a poop ton more of lights. Right. And a poop ton. A poop ton. Um, but she finds out during his activity, though, his activity, his activia. little playtime, he's, um, he's doing his light show and like DJing madly. And like she finds see, out during he was he's cutting down a tree. Yeah. But that's yeah. before his show. That's before the show? Yeah, because during the show, while he's DJing with two different iPods, mm-hmm. you see her and the girls like get their suitcases and pile into an SUV and trail off. Oh, So okay. then Missed Matthew that. Broderick decides that he is going to go and he's going to buy a bunch of fireworks mm-hmm. uh, illegally. And he buys one that is like an atomic bomb, essentially. But and it's then, not. I know it's not. It's really <laughs> not. So then, but um, are any fireworks truly an atomic bomb or anything that they say they are? No, no. yeah. So then, uh, it, they're all just firecrackers. Big I don't know. Bertha yeah. <laughs> explosion in the sky. That's a band. That's the best I could come up with. Was a band, <laughs> right? Ugh. The Titty Twister. It's that one you attach to the fence and it just spins around. <laughs> they're all just making sparks. It's Snakes. just like thirteen ghosts. <laughs> I love the snake ones. The ones snake. that grow. They're oh. like black charcoal. That's just expanding. Sidewalk poo. Yes. I love sidewalk poop snakes. <laughs> My favorite. And then pops. The little like things that are wrapped in tissue paper right. and they just go pop. Right, and you throw them at people's ankles, and they're like, "Stop!" Oh yeah, I threw it at my friend's shirt, and it like singed it a little bit. And he's like, oh, "What would you do to my white shirt?" Oh my and I God. was like, "It's still mm. gunpowder." I know. I was like, "It's fine." <laughs> so no, it's hilarious though. It just pops on them. Anyway, uh, another illegal activity: shooting fireworks at your neighbor's yeah. house. Right, um, but he slips and falls, and the big Bertha like, goes down the chimney. In his own house, ricochets around everything, and hits the Christmas tree. I knew it was going to hit the Christmas tree, yeah. too, right? Like, some, I was like, the target is the Christmas tree. Also, I would expect a firework like that to be one of those ones that has, like, a 50-foot span or something. Like, something basically big. something that goes and up into the sky. Like, pew, pew, pew. Something that you can see, like... If like on the fourth of that July that someone cool. would have had in a backyard. If if the Christmas tree launched out the window and up into the air or something. Yeah. That would have been yeah, something. Yeah. So instead then, of just being like, let's burn down the traditional images of Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> so then uh the fire marshal or the police the fire department shows up, but so does the the sheriff mm-hmm. and he's like so this just happened, and he was like, "Yeah, an underwater Christmas tree with eleven electronic lights didn't play out too well." Mm-hmm. And he was like, "So you also just had a Marilyn Monroe Christmas tree topper, which, which the town tree had, right?" So, uh, some we skipped is Danny DeVito cut down the town's Christmas tree, which I'm like, yeah. it was that small. Yeah, it looked way bigger. It looked way bigger in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Um, but he t- cut down the cr- town's Christmas tree, and that's the tree that he gave to Matthew Broderick that morning with the car and everything. He never even tried to return the Christmas tree. Right. And also, it had the Marilyn Monroe Christmas angel on top of yeah. it. Yeah. And, and Matthew Broderick, which saw the Marilyn Monroe thing in the beginning of the movie when it was put up, didn't question this? Yeah. Like, he questions it for a second when he sees them all investigating the now, like, stump in town square and goes, nah, right? And that's it. You never came home and was like, oh, 
oh, it definitely is. Right. You know? Um, but then the cop has him red-handed. And he's like, I-, I just have one, too. Right? And that's it. And rolls away. Another, you, you no consequences. Yeah. No Danny consequences. Danny DeVito comes home, and Danny's like, he's like, you weren't home last night? You didn't see a fireworks display? And he's like, no, what happened to your house? And then he's like, I was at the motel throwing rocks at their window all night trying to talk to my wife. And I was like, that is a Danny DeVito move. And then uh, Rita, Rita, come home. I don't want to be with you, Danny. Rita, please. We have the same voice. They do. So then. uh, Remember Cheers. So then um, the. I know that threw me so off. I'm sorry. Um. Uh, I oh my god! I blanked on his name. Matthew Broderick is that his name? Yeah. Yes. He his wife and kids. They're like we're leaving to go to the motel with uh with Kristen Chenoweth as well because right. you know you both can't get over your shit and you're not treating Christmas like a holiday. You're just treating it like you want this to go, mm-hmm. and that's not how Christmas is supposed to go. So then the two guys are alone on Christmas. Danny DeVito starts taking his lights down. Um, and then Matthew Broderick is like, I can't spend Christmas without my family. I'm learning the error of my ways. I can't plan everything. So let's plan one more thing. Yeah. Um, they decide to make a path of all of Danny DeVito's lights that were on his house, make a basically holiday in the park type path. And it goes so far. I was like, so I don't far. think that they Which, had that many lights on the house. They didn't have that many lights. They didn't have that many decorations that they basically made a holiday in the park type path that the whole town could experience. Yeah. That leads from the hotel through main street, through a gazebo around into the woods and into Danny DeVito's house where it's, it's like, I'm pretty sure you'll know where this path is going halfway through. Right. And um, also, stealing power again. Yeah. Stealing from power everyone. from the whole town, apparently. And how is the rest of the town not in on this? Like, yeah. there's no way they could have accomplished well, this. they are in on it. That's <laughs> right? the thing. Because um, they had to have done this in one day. If they didn't do it in one day. They did that... it overnight. Because mm-hmm. that was Christmas Eve. They did. They couldn't have done it overnight. They did it overnight. They How? did it at nighttime, and then that same night they were like, "Come home." That's what I mean. That means they did it in like twelve hours or less. Yeah. All of this impossible. I know impossible. I get that because if not, that means that the both families never left their hotel room for yeah. an undetermined amount of time, right? And also, they decorated around their door and everything and nobody was ever like mm, there's two strange the men outside of our door who's hammering these lights <laughs> right you had to have stapled those yeah. lights but anyway they walk out and there's a path from their door uh on the second balcony of this hotel down the stairs and uh, d- the stairs are decorated the whole path there's archways and all sorts of stuff and um and it leads to their house. Yeah. Right? And then both men apologize for whatever they were doing wrong they made to their wives. A meal out of the, the, the wife's recipes. cookbook. Yeah. Which kind of didn't look that great. No, it did not. One of them was like yams that were halved. It was basically like a twice baked potato. It was like potato, a reindeer but was, head. Yeah. Oh. But the, the yam one was like a twice baked yam. 
And I was like, Something I don't know like if that'll that. play out. The and they're same. like complaining about the recipes as they walk in. Yeah. They're like, the three beans sucks. Yeah. I was like, wow, <laughs> you guys are horrible. That's... And um, then to wrap this movie up for no reason, they're like, oh, wait, we forgot. The whole point of this movie was that you have to see the house from space. So, but he's like, Danny DeVito, I got you a present. Right. He's like, what? Why? And he's like, well, <laughs> I know a lot of people with bad vision in this town. So literally every single town's member shows up in this exact moment. Yeah. Um, What's well, great timing <laughs> for for people, but they show up with their own lights, redecorate his house. All that food's going to go cold. I was so mad about that. I was like, they interrupted dinner. Yeah, they for no have reason. Been like, End of dinner was great. But yeah, but I, I feel kind of empty DeVito still. DeVito hasn't done anything for the town whatsoever yeah. to deserve all of if their anything, he saving of the town. He stole the tree. Yeah, he stole the tree. Um, he's a crook at work. <laughs> like, yeah. there's no... There's no no, I think he's a good cigar salesman. I believe in it's very. Job. It's a wonderful life where the town comes and saves whatever is going, like whatever the problem they is. Save him from drowning in the river, and it's a wonderful <laughs> life. Oh no, is that the one where he drowns? No, it's a wonderful life ends with them all having the like replacing the missing money that they thought that George Banks stole. Which from one the does bank. he drown? Huh? Well, that's also the one where he tries to dive off the bridge, and the angels like uh, don't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're on the right path. You just, um, but. Um, yeah, they all come out of nowhere to have this, like, town Christmas miracle for something that, like, who gives a shit, you know? Right. And then the news is there, and they turn it on, and my Earth is also like, we can see it now, right? And it looks no different than the last time he did anything. But it also, like... I could see if they brought, like, two spotlights. Their screens. <laughs> I thought he was going to be like, I rented you 18 spotlights. Yeah, right? that would have worked. That would have worked, yeah. But then... Like, as the lights are turning on, the screens of my Earth are, like, blowing up in their face. Like, what? All because like, what? Like, because it looks no different. Is it? Uh, oh, oh, we forgot, too. He, they overload the circuit, and it blows. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, but it doesn't really blow. It turns out that the, the power it, like, cord is just... shorts or something? It shorts out. But that's not, apparently, the solution to getting yeah. it back on. It's like the power cord is, like, halfway out. One oh, power cord oh, for everything. Oh, we missed the stupidest scene in the movie. Yeah, so the, that's where I'm getting power, to, the cell phone. Yeah. yeah. And everyone, like, there's, like, there's no power anymore. What do we do? And so someone, like, opens up their cell phone, and this is back when everyone had Nokia brick phones, and they're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh. And, like, all the lights start glowing, and Christian Chenoweth is handing out candles. And what does she start singing? Silent Night? She sings... Oh, Holy Night. Oh, Holy Night, yeah. right? Oh, Holy Night. <laughs> The stars are really... Like, I right? don't know how to do Kristen Chenoweth. She... <laughs> but she's kind of things like that. Like, <laughs> she... I uh, have it in my contract that I yeah. need to sing per thing that I'm in. So yeah. let's make that happen. I just got off Broadway. I just saw her like... at, I just saw her in the um, Macy's Day Parade again. Oh, yeah. It's like, I need to sing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so Happy then... Thanksgiving. And it all it all kind of comes to a close after that. They're like, mm, life's great. Yeah, and that's it. And, and then they're like, let's make this a tradition. What if sucking the power out of all of the entire town <laughs> for one night? Jesus. Well, no, of like uh, getting away with illegal activities. Yeah. Um, battle every Christmas. And that's it. We're done. <laughs> Yay! First Christmas episode of the season oh. over with. Um. Right. Would you recommend this for uh, Christmas viewing? 
Okay. WWWs. Ws. I would... Okay, it wasn't totally bad. It was just boring. Yeah. It was just a trope of everything else. If you've never seen a Christmas movie in your life... This isn't the one you should see. (laughs) I was going to say, you could see all of them right now with this. But it also... It doesn't even have heart. No. It's not a great Christmas film. Mm -mm. I would say... Maybe if you want to show someone what a bad Christmas film is, watch this movie. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say that... Literally all of the cast hated if you, being on this movie. Yes. That's... The, yeah, that was that was one of the... Th- uh, was there any really other interesting trivia about this? Like, not really. No. What was... There was actual quote that what uh, Matthew Broderick said. Bottom. I've hit rock bottom with this movie. Like, uh. <laughs> um, and... I'd say that if you were doing a like 30 days of Christmas, like one Christmas movie for the next 30 days, you're going to run out of movies. And so add this. That's yeah. my W. Yep. Like uh, other than that, like skip it, skip this movie. Yeah. There's nothing. It's skippable. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's nothing even really redeeming about it. Like I said, like the, the people where you're like, Oh, Fred Armisen's in it. And the girl from arrested development. And Oh wow. Danny DeVito. It's like, all these players add up to a whole bunch of nothing. Yep. Yeah. So that just about does it for us on Bombs Away. Um, do you have anything to plug? <laughs> uh, I have to unplug my life support system because this movie killed me. Oh. <laughs> um, stay tuned in the, uh, for next uh, next week. We're going to be doing Santa Claus, the movie. And then uh, for Christmas, the week of Christmas, it's our huge special gift to all you listeners out there. Uh, We're going to be doing the same thing we did with Slumber Party Massacre. We're doing triple threat. Triple feature. (laughs) It's uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night, parts one and two as official episodes. And on our YouTube, you will have... Our audio com- comedy commentary for Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2, which okay. is presented in uh, partnership with DrinkingCinema.com. They wrote uh, all the drinking rules so that you guys, during your Christmas vacation, can sit down and play along with us as you watch this ridiculous with us. slasher movie. Uh, Christmas classic. Merrily we drink along. <laughs> I like that. Mm. You're welcome. You're welcome. So, um, no, you didn't do anything. I know I didn't do anything. <laughs> you uh, just said you like it. Stay tuned for that, and then uh, uh, for New Year's, we'll have our uh, the 1980s slasher film New Year's Evil as well, where a man calls up a radio DJ and says that he's going to continually be killing people uh, throughout the night of New Year's Eve. Until the clock strikes 12 and she'll be the last person. So call in and <laughs> set up your murders. Yeah. Can tell us which one of us is going to die first. Oh. No. No? <laughs> That's not going to work? It's no? going to be me. Oh. Oh. I live at danger. I'll be life. right back. <laughs> so. You can listen uh, to all of our episodes from the past uh, by following us on uh, I- iTunes or follow us on Google Play. Uh, just search for Bombs Away Show. No, just just Bombs Away on, on that. Uh, you can search for us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, at Bombs Away Show. 
you can write to us, uh, see if we missed anything or you have a comment. Uh, thank you for all the new reviews that are coming in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we just had one yesterday, like another one on Facebook. So thank you. Wow. You can review us on Facebook. You can review us on Apple Podcasts. They both really help us out, and we appreciate it because it, it gets the word out for new listeners of why they should be listening in yeah. the first place. So we really appreciate that. Um, Short up. We, you can also write to us, contact at Bombs Away Show, if you have something uh, a little more intimate that you uh, didn't want to put like out there Like you had a really open. sexy dream about us and you want to go into detail. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Right. I'm into it. <laughs> yeah. Erotic <Sure>. literature. <laughs> uh, that just about does it for me. Uh, my name's Jonathan. I'm Jarrett. And um, cue the jingle bell music. Who's like, your daddy? Ding, 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 who's your daddy? I'm your daddy. Oh. I'm your daddy. Hey, this is Jert with the Bombs Away podcast, and we're here in the Frida Cinema recording our podcast. So the Frida Cinema is a program of the Long Beach Cinematique, and it's located here in Santa Ana in Southern California. It serves the neighboring communities, and it is a non-profit art house cinema dedicated to enriching, connecting, and educating communities through the art of cinema. It's here to entertain, and that's why the entertainment industry exists. So what they show on these screens is pretty amazing. They have things such as the director series, and it features directors such as Martin Scorsese, Mel Brooks and Lloyd Kaufman. Lloyd Kaufman, if you didn't know, did The Toxic Avengers and The Class of Newcomb High. They also have something called Friday Night Freakouts, and this is presented by OC Weekly. It has films that are among the horror or sci-fi kind of genre. They've done films such as Lost Boys, Hackers, and The Room. They've also featured anime like Your Name and Akira. Some other things they do are double features. They've done things such as Hot Fuzz mixed with Shaun of the Dead, which is actually two pretty good films. They also show a lot of cool things among the lines of indie films. They have The Void, which is currently on Netflix, and they also have had Academy Award winning films such as Best Film winner Moonlight, which I think is pretty awesome that it showed in this space before it actually went up. If you want more information about Showtime's location and everything film and entertainment related to the Frida Cinema, you can go to www.thefridacinema.org. You can also follow on Facebook at facebook.com slash thefridacinema, and on Instagram and Twitter at thefridacinema. The Frida Cinema, for filmmakers, for filmgoers, and for you. This has been a production of Big Bulb Entertainment, executive produced by Jonathan Young. For more media and information, visit us at www.bigbulbentertainment.com. Big Bulb, what's your bright idea? Yeah.